brought to you by the Induction Day Network. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know what time it is right now for you listening to this podcast, but I'm so glad you listened to it. This is Happy Stuff, another episode, episode 15, end of the third week of Happy Stuff. My name is Raph I L. Oh my dear, so buzzing. And I actually so buzzing. I'm so buzzing for this episode. <laughs> I'm so buzzing for this episode. I've been looking forward to recording this episode. I'm so happy that right now, literally right now, I'm recording this episode, which which I've been looking forward to for so long. I'm trying to live in a moment, baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to talk about this, man. Oh. Oh man, I mean, I was at, I was camping with Marcus a few months ago. I ended up talking about selling at school, yeah. And I was like, yo, I'll probably get into it because I, I was proper reminiscing. I'd done it. It was every day in school for five years of my life. Year 70, year 11, 11 to 16, yeah. Selling at school. Selling at school. In case you don't know what selling at school is, selling at school is the best job ever, man. <laughs> it, it is literally when you're in secondary school you sell chocolate you sell crisp you sell drinks you sell lucas do you know what i mean you sell cookies you sell chub jubblies do you know what i mean you sell everything you're a walking tuck shop basically and it was just amazing i loved selling it at school it was so sick first off i mean not only was it super fun but first off it was my job man like i said it was my job it was my main source of income from the ages of 11 to 16 years old. That was my job. Straight away, as soon as I started year 7, I realised I could be one of two things here. I could be a customer or I can be a seller. I chose to be a seller and instinctively I chose to be a seller. I was 11. I didn't, did not cross my mind once and not sell. When I seen that was a thing, when I realised that people sold chocolate and stuff in school, that was a thing. I was, of course, I was jumping on that money maker. You know how it is. And, um, <laughs> making that chocolate money. Uh, but so what I did, I kept it manageable. I kept it manageable and like less bait, you know what I mean? I only sold a small, a small amount of stock. I got, I sold a little bit more as I got older, more experience in the game, you could say. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get greedy. That's exactly what you don't want. So I kept it manageable. I only sold a small amount of stock. Whereas I had mates who sold all my days. It sold so much. I had a mate, yeah. He filled his entire bag with scran. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It was beautiful. He opened his bag up. His enti- it ain't big books. It ain't big books. He just had his bag was just filled with chocolate, cans, Lucas's, McCoy's, all my days. It was just rammed with just scran and drink, yeah. Not only that, he'd had, sometimes he'd, he'd bring his massive backpack and an extra, like a JD bag or a futsal bag, a sports bag, yeah. It felt that as well, but it weren't just him. He had people running about selling for him as well, so he was racking up 30 quid a day, minimum. Bro, do you understand how crazy that is? Do you understand how crazy that is for 11, 12, 13-year-old, 14, 15, to be making 30 quid a day, five days a week? Do you understand? That's 150 quid a week at that age, selling chocolate. That's crazy, but that is very high risk, and I'll get into that later. Anyway, so what I do, 
there's no chance on earth I'm going to be doing it to that extent because that's that's just that's my life, right? So no, I thought I'm going to keep it low key. I'm gonna keep it manageable. I don't need hundred and fifty quid a week, yo. I'm a kid. I ain't spending a lot of money. I only thing I'm buying at this point is Xbox games, and later on, I'd buy alcohol and taxi when I decide going out the weekend. But in a minute, I'm buying Xbox games. So I'd make on average, I'd make six quid a day. So for five days a week, so every week I'd make thirty quid. Bro, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of dough for me back then. I was making one twenty quid a month. Yeah, one twenty quid a month. And I ain't got no direct debits or nothing. I ain't, like I said, I'm just buying Xbox games. But there's only so much Xbox games I'm going to buy. So I just end up saving loads of money. And I buy clothes every now and again, yeah. So 120 bar a month without fail was sick, yeah. Plus it was easy. It wasn't a chore. It was actually easy, man. Like I said, I'm not selling a lot. I'm making £6 a day. That is, that's not hard. It's not hard. And I loved it. Easy money. Making that chocolate money. That easy money. And I loved it. I'd also, I'd never eat or drink my stock, by the way, because, like, yo, if I'm just scanning the stuff I'm meant to be selling, now I'm going to be losing money. So I was always controlled, man. I didn't eat nothing of mine. I didn't drink nothing of mine. So how did I get the stock? Well, every morning I jump off the school bus, yeah. Just before my school was on leave, in Assey Bridge, there's a big ASD, yeah. So with all me, a few of my mates, who obviously selling for the day, we jump off at ASDA, stop before school. Go as the buy our stock and then walk back. We'd be yeah, we'd be a few minutes late to to form every single day, but that's fine. Who cares? We didn't get we didn't get trouble. It's fine. We're making dough. So with the uh, primarily we sell chocolate because it was like always the same price. It it have to be on offer and nothing. Loads of options. Easy to carry. Easy to sell. My main seller was chocolate, and most people's main seller was chocolate. So. What you do, you get a pack of four chocolates for a quid. And you sell each chocolate for 50p. So that's a quid a pack, yeah. You're buying a pack for a quid. Selling it for two quid. Easy money. You're making 100% profit. You're making a pound per pack. And it's not hard to sell four chocolates. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And there's so many different chocolates to buy. Again, the always the same price as the... Always four dairy milks. Dairy milk caramels. Whispers. Double deckers. Mars bars. Snickers. Galaxies, Galaxy Ripples, Crunchies, all the good ones, all the good chocolates, four chocolates for a quid, selling for 50p each, £2, 100% profit, brilliant, and then occasionally, I'd mix it up, and, I mix it up a little bit, I sell cookies, where you get two packs, uh, two packs of five cookies for £1.50, so you're getting 10 cookies for one fifty. you sell, you get a little bit more profit, you're selling each cookie for 50p, so for 10 cookies, for 10 cookies, you're making £3.50, at 50p a cookie so that's good 3 pound 50 profit a little bit little bit harder to sell but slightly bigger profit margins it's worth it do you know what i mean mix it up every now and again every now and again you know how it is so cans as well wow again not ideal cans with the exact same price as chocolate or the same price a pack of four for a quid harder to carry because they're massive well not massive but they're, they're bigger than chocolate they're much heavier it's good to offer a bit more variety every now and again. It's good to offer a bit more variety because sometimes people don't want chocolate. Sometimes they want a drink. Sometimes, now, we get a little meal deal. We get a chocolate and a drink. So that's what we want. We want a chocolate. We want a dairy milk caramel and a can of tango. Boom. Like, smashed it. Quid, nice one. Thank you very much. Um, seven package chewits. Sometimes can get them from Asda or Aldi. 
Varies gold, varies very good. You get a seven packet treats for a quid. You sell each packet treats for 50p. Harder to sell, but very profitable. Making £2.50 profit per seven pack. Easy money, really. McCoy's in discos, 50p a pack. I think, I forgot how much they were. I think like a pack of six for like 150. So, varies. Oh man, discos and McCoy's. They sold like hotcakes, man. They went rapid. And every now and again, Asda gave us a little gem. Oh, my days. It was beautiful. And they sold out within the day. Like, non like they sold out everything. Like, as soon as these, what I'm going to tell you, as soon as they came on offer, they sold out. But luckily, the next day, we stopped. For about a week, we had this beautiful offer. And when this beautiful, wonderful little gem, this wonderful little offer comes about, you have to pounce on it. You have to. And this is the gold mine of selling. This is this is the gold mine. This is the, the gold stuff, man. And this is where you make some serious money. This is the ones. But like I said, every few months, we came on offer, right? And I'm going to tell you what they are right now. A six-pack of LucasAids. Say, oh my gosh, right, you buy a pack of Lucasades, yeah, a six-pack of Lucas for two quid, right? Now, hold on, you ain't selling a pack, you ain't selling a Lucasade for a 50p, no chance on this earth am I selling you a Lucas for 50p. I'm selling you for the same price shops do it a quid, right? So, I'm selling a Lucasade a quid. I'm buying a pack of six for two pound. Do you want a fizzy Lucasade, not the sports one? Fizzy Lucasade, you get orange. If the orange sold out, you gotta get original. But who, who realistically, who likes original Lucasade? You want orange in it. So you're buying six Lucasades for two quid. You're selling them for a quid each. You're selling that pack for six quid. You're making four pound profit. Fair play, they're massive, they're heavy, but the profit was too good to turn down. And not only that, but they sold again like hotcakes. They went rapid, man. Everybody wants Lucas, but that's the thing. Because we're on offer, the whole school is selling Lucas, so you got to be on it quick. Luckily, very high demand. So, sometimes, I just have a, a little rest. Do you know what? I'm thinking, yo, I don't want to sell chocolate today. I don't I don't want my coys. I'm just going to buy 12 Lucas, 12 Lucasades, and I just sell, sell them. I sell 12 by dinner time. I sell 12 by dinner time, yeah. So, I'm making 8 quid, and that's, that's my day done. 8 quid. Didn't even have to do much. I had to sell 12 drinks. 12 little little drinks okay not little bit massive but eight quid do you know what i mean so worth it <laughs> now <laughs> i forgot about this but in year seven all oh my days i only did it in year seven for like a month and it if i could keep i've kept this up all the way through school i'd be i'd probably be britain's youngest billionaire because you remember trident splash for chewing gum yeah you get a pack of like nine in a pack, yeah? And when you chew it, it's got like juice in the middle. Well, you sold them for 50p. They were slightly harder to sell. This is, I only sold them to year sevens. This is in year seven to year sevens. But I sell a pack of Trident Splash for 50p. And it, it was a time where home bargains, they, home bargains, some, every now and again, we just must get a creative, just something. Just get them off cheap, yeah? Oh my days. A pack of Trident Splash with 5p. 5p. I'm going to school the next day at Thornley. I'm selling this pack. This pack of Trident Splash for 50p. It's crazy, man. 45p profit. It, it, I, oh, it's basically free money. 
is basically free money. <laughs> it's basically free money, man. I'm making 45p for each little packet of chewing gum I sell. 5p it costs me to buy. 5p. I'll buy 10. It'll cost me 50p. I'll sell 10. I'll make 5 Oh, crazy. You know, it sounds good, doesn't it? It all sounds all good and dandy. Selling Trident Splash for, 40, for 50p, making 45p profit. Selling Lucas's, McCoy's, Disco's. Do you know what I mean? Like, it sounds all good, but there is risk. There is risk. There's risk of being caught by the teachers. And there's risk of being raided. Now, personally... If I had to choose which one I'm going to get caught by, did I want to get caught by the teachers or did I want to get raided, which I'm going to get onto in a second, I choose being raided. Now, what is being raided? I'm going to tell you that in a second. First, I'm going to tell you what is being caught by the teachers. So, obviously, you know, already sell in school. They say, oh, you don't have a license to sell. Come off it. Come off it. I'm 11. I'm 11 year old. I ain't getting a license to sell chocolate. Anyway, you're not allowed to sell against the rules, apparently. To to, to <laughs> it's against the rules to sell to, to be a, a young entrepreneur in school. So when you were selling, you gotta do it on the sly, because teachers like the only you got the little yard in my school. You had the little yard and the big yard, yeah. And you've got to do it on the sly because these teachers, if they see you, you're getting caught, man. You're getting caught. You're getting all your stuff took off you. You're probably going to get a dinner time detention. And that's why I'd rather be raided. Because when you get raided, you get raided by other other kids, yeah. You don't get a DT. When you get caught by the teachers, you get all your stuff. You get raided by the teachers, basically. You get all your stuff took off you and you get a DT, dinner time detention. Right, bun that. I don't want a dinner time DT. And um, maybe, like, you might actually get an after school if, you had a lot, so you gotta be careful, man. You gotta be careful. So you gotta be so like you can't be making it bait. But you got all these eyes around you, man. You got like all these eyes around you. Obviously, teachers got a lot of kids to look at, but I've seen multiple kids get caught for selling. Um. So yeah, I didn't like having to go in my bag because like if I'm, that's the thing. If I'm selling Lucos or cans or or McCoys or discos, I've got to get. I can't be putting them in my pocket in it. I've got to go take my bag off get this stuff out and it's 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 more bait it's more bait teachers are probably gonna see probably gonna see you because it's so much better yeah so what i'd do is i'd like i said i primarily sell chocolate if i'm selling like drinks and macaws i'd be really 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 more cautious much more careful much more cautious but normally primarily i sell chocolate yeah so what i do i'd have my blurs run yeah i'd have two massive outside pockets yeah and i'd have two inside pockets in each pocket i'd put four different types of chocolate bars in there so i'd have 16 chocolate bars on my person i'd have four dough milks in my left blazer pocket four crunches in my right and then in my two inside pockets i'd have four whispers and four double deckers yeah so i've got eight chocolates i've got 16 chocolates four different types so i'd go around normally i'd run around the quiet yard because it's smaller, less customers, but less bait, like basically no cheaches. And I went there every day, so like people knew I sold, yeah. So I just went there. I'd only, I'd only leave the quiet yard if it's coming towards a break or dinner. And I've 
so I got stuck. Then I go to the big yard, innit? So I go to the quiet yard, and there wasn't much competition. There wasn't much competition. So I just go around just with all these chocolates in my pockets, and I say, yo, do you want to buy? 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 I just say that, that, that noise. Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? <laughs> do you want to buy? And that's what I'd say to everybody. And I'd either get to, I'd get two things. I'd either get no or what are you selling? Boom. What are you selling? <laughs> what are you selling? Then I'd have to give them this massive list of what I've got. <laughs> do you want to buy? What are you selling? Double deckers, crunchies, whispers, curly whirlies. <laughs> curly whirlies. I have, I do sell curly whirlies every now and again, but not often because they're just they're cheap. But not many people buy curly whirlies. But yo, do you want to buy? What are you selling? There are milk caramels, there are milks, crunchies, whispers, double deckers, galaxy ripples, galaxies. I've got uh, McCoy's. I think I've only got cheese and onion and salt and vinegar left. And I got a couple of calls left as well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I got, this massive list of, I got this massive list of stuff that I'm selling. And if, if, they wanted to, if they wanted something, what I had for my bag, like, if they wanted something, what I had to get for my bag, like a Luko, like a Lucozade or McCoy's, I'd be so vigilant. I might even take them around a corner or something. Do you know what I mean? If, it, if I see a teacher lurking, take them around a corner with my bag off. Yo, what flavour McCoy's do you want? Have you got any salt and vinegar? Let me, let me check, let me check. Here we go. Yeah, I got some about my bag, salt and vinegar McCoy's. Boom, 50p, thank you. And um, you got you to be vigilant, John. I mean, I was like, I was a little dealer and we all were. There's loads of us. <laughs> like, a few in the quiet yard and loads in the big yard, man. All these little dealers just dashing about with the only motive to spend their break time and dinner time selling, making money. Young entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, they should be bloody, they should be bloody encouraging that school, making money, using their initiative, do you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I tried to get as much stuff as I could during break time after the first two lessons. I'd sell Jod stuff in form, do you know what I mean? I literally just come from Asda, straight to form, I sell a few chocolates in form, I sell one or two like pieces of stock in, in, in lesson. So normally I'd get rid of everything or almost everything by, by break. Then I had three, I had a third and fourth lesson before dinner, after break. If I had anything left over, boom, I'd just, I'd just get it done. But the odd occasion, say I just having a bad day selling or I had, I thought I'm just going to go for more today. I'm going to try and make a tenner today. I had lost more stock. Sometimes you get to dinner, I still had, I still had a stock to sell. Now at this point, I have to go back to the quiet yard and sold uh, to sell what I could to everybody just speak to everybody at this point most people have already bought stuff off me but I'm going back and going again do you want to buy do you want to buy what have you got are you selling no whatever and it'll come to the point where I've spoke to absolutely everybody in the quiet yard and by this point there's no point in saying hey I've got to go to the big yard now this is where the other risk comes in getting raided especially when you're in year seven and year eight particularly year seven when you're a little kid yeah not only do you run the massive risk of being caught by the teachers, like every seller does, but you run the risk of being raided. And being raided is where a year 11, a year 10 or a year 11 sees you, being, sees you selling you, and they'd run over to you with a couple of their mates, take your bag off you, rob all your stuff out of your bag, then chuck your bag on the floor and run off you. That's being raided. And it is, I ain't ever been raided. Yo, I ain't ever been, I ain't ever been caught. That's how vigilant I was, but, and how lucky I was, but, I've seen people being raided. It was disgusting. It was awful. These big year 11s run over to you. 
steal everything out your bag, your crispy chocolate, your McCoy's, and run off. And all you can do is stand there and watch. You can't do anything about it. They're too big. They're too big. Like I said, they're big yard, and man, it's 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 a uh, survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. It's like the wild, and you're just a little, you're a little deer, and these two lions of two tigers to whatever come over. What can you do? You're no match for them. What can you do? And you had to just watch them run off with yourself. And I seen it. I seen this horrific horrific thing it's it's like yo you gotta feel sorry for him and it's mad lad it's mad it's mad because like everyone's like everyone knows he's just been ready can be senior kid it's a big thing in it and um everyone's like yo luke's just been raided it's like nah Ozzy, that's grim <laughs> <laughs> that's grim that man is hanging me ready but you that's a risk you run man that's the game you're playing sometimes you gotta pay the price um <laughs> oh it's just hanging i'm sure you'll never be you'll just hanging man it's like are you ever the same person after you after you've been raided are you ever this can you ever walk out into that big yard with as much confidence as you once had knowing that you could be raided again disgusting but again part of the risk in it you're making that chocolate money i remember in fact i said before i didn't get caught i, I ain't ever got anything took off me i ain't ever been raided i ain't ever got a dt nothing's been took off me but i was in year 11 i had re yeah religious education with mr kelly someone brought someone bought a snickers off me yeah and you know, snickers are some off me in class right i didn't like selling in class because it was proper bare especially some classes you could, it's impossible to sell pretty much because like the teacher, whatever, like it's proper quiet class. Anyway, I didn't like selling in class. Um, proper bit, but you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta make that chocolate money. So, um, so somebody bought, a so somebody said, Yo, I wanna buy what have you got. Yo, I whisper, Yo, I got, got Snickers, I got Crunchies. Yeah, I'll buy a Snickers, innit? So I had to get this chocolate, I had to get the Snickers bar across the other side of the room without being seen by Mr. Kelly, who's at the front of the class, he had his computer. So he chucked me the 50p, caught it easy. So then when Kelly weren't looking, I threw the Snickers across the room and he caught it. But just as I threw the Snickers at him, Mr. Kelly looked up, innit? He seen me. He seen me through it. He seen me through all that Snickers. And he smiled. And he luckily, Kelly was an ill teacher. He was sound. And he was like, I hope you're not selling. And he, somebody said something like that, smiling. He knew what I'd done. He knew what I'd done. He seen me. He seen me do it. And uh, luckily I got away with it because he was a nice guy. He's not bothered, you know what I mean? I'm making that door. Uh, Shout out to Kelly. If it was another teacher, ugh, I'd have just said, yo, open your bag and that would be it. That would be the end. And that was in year 11. So that's the only ever time a teacher ever seen me. Well, I'm aware of seeing me selling. After that, though, I learned from that. I adopted a completely different strategy for getting, for getting the goods to the customers in class, yeah? So... What I do, I'd either get up when everyone's being noisy, messing about, and slide, slightly pasta, chocolate behind my back. Do you know what I mean? Or if the class was like more like quiet, like doing their work and stuff, what I do was, it's it's almost it's pretty much foolproof, man. It is brilliant. I'm sure so many people done this as well. Somebody chucked me fifty p. Boom, right? What do you want? Crunchy, right? I'd get my pencil case. I'd put my crunchy or Kit Kat chunky or whatever it was. 
I put it in a pencil case and then pass my pencil case along, pass it to somebody, they'll pass it on to the next person until it eventually gets there. They'll, they'll uh, take the country out. They'll either throw me the 50p before it or just put the 50p in the pencil case and pass me it back. There you go, boom. Like, easy, easy money. Like, it, I'm just passing a pencil case along the class. That's all that's happening. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant job. I mean, nothing to see here. Uh, so yeah, man, I love selling, man. It was just not only was it making me dough, I actually loved doing it. I enjoyed it. I loved like it was fun. I loved like walking about, being stealthy. Do you know what I mean? Like going around, like talking to many heads, trying to like get people to buy, asking yo, like, do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? Eventually, people will be like, yo, people will come over to me and say, yo, are you selling? Are you selling? Damn right, I'm selling. Of course I am. So yeah, I didn't even have to have to like go around telling asking everybody to buy because like people i'm known as a seller do you know what i mean so people come to sellers because we know they probably are selling sometimes you're like are you selling you're selling nah i'm sold out sorry do you know what i mean <laughs> uh it's brilliant <laughs> i just love it but at any one time i reckon on a school day any one time during break or dinner on both yards the little the quiet yard and big yard i reckon there'd be at least 50 people selling a few from each year like yeah 10 from each year Ten little salesmen, tens little salesmen just from each year, just getting about making that door. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. And I'm, I love it, man. I miss going around to people asking the golden question: Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? Then saying a long list of what I'm selling, all the stuff I'm selling, selling like I had it on rehearsed. You know what I mean? Like I knew exactly what it, what I said in each order. Then trying to give them the goods on the sly, whether it be in class or on the yard near a teacher or whatever, then that amazing feeling of selling out, do you know what I mean, knowing your work for the day is done, normally get it done by break time, boom, I've got the rest of the day to relax, to chill out, enjoy my dinner, mess about, learn some stuff in class, do you know what I mean, like it was sick, and <laughs> when I go home, count the money what I made for that day, some of it I put in my tin, and my, my little money tin, and then I'd save a few more quid for the next day, bring it with me, so, Next day, it's Tuesday, baby, do it all again. Jump off at Asda with my few my mates, go and buy some more stuff, do you know what I mean? Sell all again, do it all again, do it all over again. And that's just what we did for five years straight. Made. If I'm making £120 a month, I made thousands. I made thousands. I'm making £120 a month for what? I mean, school for like, what, 10 months? So I'm making 1.2k. Obviously, gotta bear in mind it was off for like Easter and Christmas and stuff. I'm making a k, bro. I'm making a k. I'm making a grand every school year as a kid. I did that. <laughs> I did that for five years. I made five grand in school. It's like seriously, I made five grand in school selling chocolate, man. Five k to a little kid is a lot of dough, man. And damn right, I spent all of it. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to me again. Happy stuff. This is Friday. This has been the longest episode. I'm going to try and wrap it up right now. This has been the very, definitely the longest episode of Happy Stuff. But, yo, selling at school, man, just so fun. Just so fun. Um, so, yeah, my advice as well. Before I go, my advice to all the school kids right now, listen to this podcast if you are. Yo, go and make that chocolate money. Go and get selling. Go and make that door. Don't be greedy. Do it on the sly. Be vigilant. Just keep it manageable and go and make five grand, baby. Yo, thank you so much for listening to me. Peace.
You know what time it is, it's our happy news coming at you, coming straight to your eardrums uh, to finish off the week with a happy news story. So there was a. Um, yo, it's mad how it even got in there. So there was an elephant in India which strayed away, strayed out of the Bishnapur jungle, right? And made his or her way into a well and was stuck at the bottom of a 20 foot well. A massive elephant. Wow! Man, I, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, the herd, this is in India, by the way. This is in India, in Western Bengal, in India. People heard a noise coming out of this well and they looked down and realised there's a massive elephant at the bottom of this well. Do you know what I mean? That's mad. So, people, obviously, people realised there's an elephant there, so uh, called for help. And um, it's literally next to an army camp. So, all these, like, military officers, yeah, they all, uh, they got a crane, it's like, little yellow crane, there's a video, you can watch it as well, it's mad, and um, they go and strap this, um, elephant to this beautiful, wonderful, massive grey elephant to this train, to this plane, <laughs> to this crane, <laughs> train, plane, bloody hell, they strap this beautiful elephant to this crane, and, um, hoist him up, or hoist her up, boom, like, the elephant's all sweet, uh, kept the, um, elephant under close supervision for the next few days then release the elephant back into the wild uh back into the jungle how amazing is that now what i love is of course i mean they could have not got the elephant out of, out of the well do you know what i mean i mean it's very tight if you wouldn't if you wouldn't do that but if there's a massive elephant at the bottom of the well you ain't just gonna leave leave the elephant there are you so i'm glad that they went out of the way got a crane not a plane, not a train. They got a crane and went through all this effort, all these beautiful, wonderful people, and lifted this wonderful elephant out of the well. And now the elephant is safe and sound, hopefully living his or her beautiful, wonderful life. And um, I love, I mean, I remember I was in India a couple of years ago and I was living in a village um, called Kalinger. And so I'm chilling, yeah, in, in my room. And I see loads of, People running outside, I hear loads of noise. So I'm thinking, what's going on? The guy who I'm with, like the I was volunteering, so the Indian volunteer who I was who I was with, like hears all this like shouting, like what is it? We're speaking, I forgot what language we're speaking. There's so many languages in India. Um, Bihari, we're speaking Bihari. I heard what we were saying, and uh, I didn't realize what was going on. And on. So I'm looking out, thinking, what's going on? Anyway, it's night time, by the way. All everybody's running, like the whole village is running past past my gaff. I'm thinking, why go on here? Anyway, finally, people start walking back. Um, he comes back into the gaff. Shubham is cold. Shubham comes back into the gaff. I'm like, yo, Shubham, what's going on? What's going on out there? Do you know what I mean? Chaos. He says, yeah, there was a cow which was uh, which fell over, and literally the entire village. Okay, not the literal, not the entire village, like twenty thousand people, but a lot of a lot of people, literally stopped what we're doing, ran over to this cow, this beautiful, wonderful cow, picked her up, and uh, she's on her way. Do you know what I mean? And that's so kind. And I know in India, they uh, tr they they like really, really, really respect cows. Obviously, it, it, part of Hindu religion is you're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to eat cows. Which is awesome. Because uh, means more cows are staying alive. But um, I love how they treated this 
Kay with so much respect and I love how he treated this elephant with so much respect. And I wish every single person in, in the world was, if they seen like an, an animal, I mean, I feel most people would, if they seen an animal who is hurt or distressed, they're going to help this animal no matter what species of animal it is. So yeah, shout out to these wonderful Indian people. Shout out to everybody in the world, man. Love you all. <laughs> it's been a long episode. Oh my days, it's been long. Uh, I'll see you next week. I'm going to chill out, do my thing. Uh, I'll be back with a brand new week of happy stuff. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But yeah, love you lots. Speak to you in the bizzle. Yo, yo, so there we go, another episode of Happy Stuff. Another week of Happy Stuff done and dusted. That's week three done. I'll be back on Monday with a brand new week, a brand new five episodes of Happy Stuff coming out in next week. Thanks so much for listening to me again. If you're digging this podcast, I'd definitely appreciate it if you could rate it on Apple Podcasts. It's just clicking either one, two, three, four, or five stars. Do you know what I mean? That's it. It's all good. Honestly, when it comes to podcasts, yeah, and Apple Podcasts, yo rates do so much for it don't help to get exposure and stuff so that'd be awesome anyway um i'll be back on monday with a whole new episode thank you so much for listening to me again i hope you have an amazing beautiful funky quirky groovy weekend <laughs> what am i on about see you later peace everyone's like yo luke's just been raided it's like nah Ozzy, that's grim <laughs>